Hello, I'm Matt Heath. Welcome to the Sunday Self Saucer, Episode 7. It's June 4th, and this is a Matt and Jerry podcast with just me and no Jeremy. This pod serves as a companion to my Monday article in the New Zealand Herald, which I thoroughly recommend you read. Now, this Self Saucer pod is more upstairs focused, more well being focused, more cerebral and less downstairs focused than your usual Matt and Jerry pod filth. So, Feel free to skip this one if you would prefer that looter form of entertainment. There's more coming down the pipe. And look, I know that's where I normally operate. So I understand if you just you just let this one go through the keeper. As I said, the Sunday Self Saucer is, is a pod in the in the on the well-being grind. Um, she has tidbits on my never-ending search to experience some goddamn peace in this punishing world in which we live. And I love the stuff. I read about it all the time. I've always got an audiobook going podcasts, I punish my friends with my latest discovery, so I was looking for an outlet to share all of it, and I tried it on the main pod, and it got aggressively shut down by the shallow and dim-witted Jeremy Wells, so I started this one, and it's already most popular pod of the week by Miles in the Matt and Jerry feed, and that's saying something, because we're currently the fifth most listened to pod in the country, in New Zealand, out of all the pods, both international and local, so the self-saucer is doing pretty well the creme de la creme but enough self-sourcing a bit of admin a bit of housekeeping my dog colin is sitting right beside me as i record this and he is currently munching on his downstairs so if you hear a bit of just uh, ignore it that's my dog colin hey today on the self-saucer we're looking at a way to stop wasting the precious moments we have on this earth with the people that we love particularly those precious moments you have with your kids friends and flatmates you have in total 4,000 weeks on earth it's grim to think about it but that's 4,000 weeks in total if you are lucky and uh the time you have with the people you care about is much, much less than that. You could really, really, really like someone and in total spend 10 weeks with them. And that's scary. So if you're going to spend 10 weeks with someone, if you're going to spend any time with someone that you love, you don't want to do it on your phone zoned out, do you? Okay, without further ado, let's get self sourcing. This King's Birthday weekend, I'm deploying a new and powerful weapon in the fight to keep my kids off their phones. And it's playing cards. So when I say new, I mean old. Because cards first appeared in Europe via Egypt in the 1370s. They might be a thousand or two thousand years older than that, no one quite knows. Back then though, in the 1370s, and before the printing press came about, cards were meticulously hand-painted hand-painted and reserved only for the extremely wealthy. Nowadays, you can get a pack for about $1.99 at your local dairy. But when used aggressively, they can out-entertain a $2,000 iPhone. They can out-entertain a PS5. Before we go into that, there's a brutal truth that all parents and friends must face. When it comes to kids, we must face that our time with our beloved children is fleeting. 
in the midst of teaching, feeding, housing them, housing them, housing them, and toughening them up to face the world. It feels like the nurturing will last forever, but it won't. One day, they're little babies. The next, they're six foot two, 100 kgs, and hugely embarrassed to be seen with you. A few years after that, they're out the door and they're gone. Now, I'm a huge fan of Bill Simmons, the uh, American sport and entertainment podcaster. And recently on his Rewatchables pod, he shared a heartbreaking little story. Just an aside before the, before the show started, he just, he'd just dropped his daughter off at college and he realized he'd be only seeing her on holidays from now on. So that was it. She was at college. The only times he was going to see her was during her holidays. And then he realized a few years later, she would start skipping most of those holidays as her life gets more complicated. She gets a job. Then at some point, she'll probably start her own family. That could even happen in a different city, depending who she meets. And and then mum and dad will slip further and further down her priorities. So with tears in his eyes, he didn't say this, but I imagine there were tears in his eyes, Bill realized that he will soon be lucky if he saw the person he's cared so much about, his beloved daughter. He'll feel lucky if he sees her so much as once a year. Eventually... He'll feel lucky if he gets a phone call from her. And this is true of friends, workmates and flatmates too. You don't have long with anyone. They all go away. They all go away. I mean, a great thought experiment, or I don't know if you'd call it that, but you must remember someone that you've worked with and then they move to another job and you really liked them and you thought you'd stay in touch and you were going to organise to have beers and then maybe you did that once and then never again, and then suddenly it's five years later and you look back and go, Jesus Christ, what happened to Reginald? He's gone. And he was so important in my life. So it might just be worth considering spending some quality time with your friends, family, children, flatmates while they are around because they won't be around forever. And if you spend that time with these important people just staring at your phone like an absolute zombie, you're making an absolute helmet of yourself. As parents, I think, I'm a parent of two boys, we kind of picture that there'll be a funeral one day, our funeral, and our kids will be standing around crying. It's like we kind of imagine that we'll be the ones that leave them by dying first, God willing. But in reality, they leave us behind a long time before that. They disconnect, they differentiate, they grow up, and then they just go, and there's no stopping it. In fact, good parenting facilitates it. A quality upbringing produces powerful children who quickly become so competent and strong that they don't need us anymore. They, If if you're a good parent, your kids will be out and about. They won't be scared of words. They won't need safe spaces. They'll build, they won't destroy, and they and they won't need you. And the best we can hope for is a few crumbs of quality time whenever we have them around. Unfortunately, in 2023, we waste these years, the time with these our kids, the time together in, in, our, in our lives with our friends and family and kids and workmates. We waste this time on our screens, staring at wine glasses and phones. And I think we're going to end up regretting this for the rest of our lives. We're going to look back on all these people and say, that person was right in front of me and I was staring into some bullshit app 
that was boring the crap out of me. I was on Reddit when a friend was across the table from me. I mean, most humiliating of all, you were arguing with someone about politics on Twitter. No, no, I don't think there's anyone saying that would be listening to that, would ever get involved in that. Anyway, this is why I have started aggressively cornering my children for a game of cards as soon as they get home from school. It doesn't sound that revolutionary, as I said before. Cards have been around a very long time. And look, getting them to play an ancient game like cards isn't easy. Um, you need you need a good sales pitch. My two sons respond best to insults such as, You suck. Prepare to be... You suck. Prepare to be defeated. Or, Prepare to be crushed by a better man than you will ever be. This will work with uh, friends as well. Challenges like this, challenges like this are hard for a teenager to ignore. They, they create in your offspring a powerful desire to conquer and humiliate you. And unbeknownst to them though, after the challenge has been laid down and they accept it, they're actually being tricked into spending quality time with dad. Back in just a minute with more from Matt Heath, that's me, and the Sunday self source. And we're back on the Sunday Self Saucer with me, Matt Heath. <laughs> Crack up. Now the game you choose is important. A child won't sit down for cribbage, gin rummy or bridge. It has to be fast and furious. My attempts to play chess daily with my kids were heavily resisted. That's why in our house we're playing a game called Speed, you probably know it. A nerve-wracking two-player card game requiring lightning quick reaction times. Google the rules if you don't know them, but basically you have an equal number of cards that must be placed in order in the centre as quickly as possible. And look, children will jump at a chance to shut up a taunting dad in a fast-paced, aggressive game like this. And yeah, as I say, before you know it, they have enjoyed a half hour of father-son bonding time, a wholesome mix of laughter, skill, competition, smack talk, and absolutely no phones. And of course, you can do the same thing with your friends. Maybe it's poker. But you will have a better time if you convince your flatmates and your friends to sit around and do something like play cards rather than freaking sit on your phone like zombies, as I said before. And look, if the cards go well, because this is a low effort entry into the world of engaging with other people that you care about, you could look to future-proof your parent-child relationship or your friend-friend relationship with bigger activities. You've got to lean into the golf Everyone loves smashing balls at a driving range, maybe fishing, squash, or pickleball if you want to do something humiliating. Uh, anything you can share that that they will want to continue to do with you. If it's your kids, your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, if you're still around. I mean, golf is something you could keep playing forever with your child. And they're like, you know, texting you want to play golf, they'll go, yeah, I'll go play golf with your dad. Same with your friends. Max Dickens wrote this uh, fantastic book, the British comedian called Billy No Mates, where he investigated having no friends and what you do to get them, but he was talking about injecting effort into friend groups. And he talked about the concept of being a Sherpa, where you're the Sherpa in your friend group. You're the person that organizes the trips, that invites people to these things, books the bowling rink, gets something going every week. Maybe it's a like maybe it's a footy team, who knows? But be the Sherpa in your friends that is the organizer and the inviter. And, and um, 
the leader gets things going. And look, people might be resistant, but you always feel better when you spend quality time with your friends and family, workmates, etc. Now, going back to parenting, modern parents are needy. And um, look, we've gotten too close to our kids. And as a result, our little ones will inevitably hurt us when they leave. Parents of old, dads particularly, they hardly engage with their kids. So when the kids left, they weren't shedding too many tears. But we've got so close to our kids. So look, what we need to do is play it smart and and grab as much quality device-free time as we can with them while they're around. And... That goes for friends as well, and uh, it can start with something as simple as tricking people into playing cards with you once a day. Bless. That brings us to the end of another Self Saucer, Episode 7 with me, Matt Heath. Make sure you set to download, like, subscribe, review, do all those things, and look, if you have anything to say about this podcast, slide into my DMs at MattHeathNZ or Insta or blast me at MattHeathNZ on Twitter. We've got two brand new Matt and Jerry podcasts out on Tuesday on the speed. Until then, bless, bless, bless. You seem busy, so I'm going to let you go. See you next week for another Sunday self source You have been listening to the Sunday Self Saucer on the Matt and Jerry podcast feed.